Before we go any further with this today's service, I want to just prepare our hearts for what we're going to engage in. Today is a different service. So if you are a guest with us, normally we're not in seated in the round. And uh, normally we're walking through a book of the Bible. And so we're in the middle of the Gospel of John. And so next week we'll pick back up where we walk verse by verse through the Gospel of John. And so we're about halfway through the Gospel of John. And we'd love for you to come back for that. But today, it's very rare that we have an opportunity to meet on the last day of a year. And so we're going to take this time and walk through an exercise of reflecting and looking forward. And so excited for what God is going to do in that. Would you, would you pray with me? Father, we pause uh, right now as a people of faith, as, as this local congregation. And we're just so grateful for this last year. And we want to walk in this moment mindful of your presence with us. That if we put our faith in you, that you have indwelled us with your spirit that lives in us. And so would we pay attention to what you're doing in us, around us, and what you want to do through us. And so would you help guide us? Would you meet us where we are? I know some of us are coming in this morning and we're tired, uh, maybe, maybe because of the holidays and there's a lot going on and, and we're just coming in kind of on E. Would you meet us there? There's some of us who are coming in and maybe this last year we felt far from you or you don't have a relationship with God and and you're thinking about what does that look like to begin or to develop or to grow, may his grace meet you there. Would he tangibly meet you in this space? We pray this in your name. Amen. Well, on the eve of, of this year, it's like one of the things we want to take advantage of is being able to reflect. And I was thinking about, uh, we started a new tradition. I say new tradition because the first time we've ever done it, but our family really wants to do it again. And you guys can can steal this idea. This is, this is for free. Um, and so we, we took, uh, we kind of had this idea. Melissa and I, just, uh, we, we sit down and we kind of reflect back over our year and then look, look forward to the next year. And we kind of do that as adults. And I was thinking about it, like, how can we get the kids involved in reflecting back on this last year? And so what we did is we took all of our kind of top moment photos from this last year and made an album in an iPhoto and then just put it up on the screen and did a slideshow. And so we just started walking through. It ended up being like a seven-minute slideshow, but we just kind of walked through and before we opened presents and just kind of reflected back on God's faithfulness and celebrating different things. And the thing that started to happen was we ended up pausing the slideshow and just kind of giving commentary a little bit. And to kind of do, well, that, that happened in this one. I forgot. And isn't it weird when you're walking through and you look back in your photos, like that happened this year? Like that was this year? Like we're so prone to forget and just like keep moving. And it was amazing for us to, to walk through and to see, not only celebrate like the high highs and, and, and even to see some of the things that were harder in our season to see God's faithfulness in his hand. And some of those things aren't resolved yet, but it was good for us as a practice, as a family. And one of the things I was drawn to was, was looking back in remembrance. And so as we were doing that, this this verse popped up in Deuteronomy. If you're not familiar with the book of Deuteronomy, it is a, essentially a recap of what God has done. He's brought his people out of slavery and he's, he's essentially retelling the story. And it's kind of interesting if you read Exodus and then you just go right into Deuteronomy and it's just like retelling exactly what happened in Exodus. So why would, why would God devote a whole book of the Bible to helping people remember? Well, it's because we're prone to forget. 
And so in Deuteronomy 4, 9, it says this, only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them slip from your heart as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to their children after them. So it's critical for us not to let things just slip by of what God has done over the course of our year, to actually put them in writing, to remember, and then to tell other people about God's faithfulness. And as we tell, it reminds us of who God is, that he is the faithful deliverer, that he has given us his presence, even in the midst of sorrow and hard things, that he is doing a work that sometimes we cannot see. Sometimes we do not know what he's doing. And so what we wanna do is we wanna start this morning off with this Psalm, Psalm 139. And Psalm 139 is probably one of the most popular outside of Psalm 23 Psalms because it incorporates God is all knowing, he's all powerful, and he's always with us. And so we're gonna read Psalm 139 together. You're welcome to find it in your Bibles. Um, Help your kids turn to Psalm 139. We're gonna be reading some different portions of it. And um, so as we hear God's word for us today, we find ourselves at the very end of 23, right at the cusp, the very very edge, the start of 2024. Um, And so I would ask that you all would stand with us um, as Eric and I read David's song of reflection. Um, Maybe it will allow you to meditate as you think back on 2023, as you pray, hopefully, for 2024. We're gonna be reading it from the New Living Translation and you can follow along on the screen. Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I could never escape from your spirit. I could never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, If I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me on the path of everlasting life. This is the living word of God for us today. You may have a seat. So what we wanna do in this this service is lead you through a reflective exercise that the church has been doing for hundreds of years. And it started with a guy named St. Ignatius. Uh, St. Ignatius was uh, a a Spaniard, but he uh, came to faith after a battle. He was recovering from some injuries and he comes comes to encounter Jesus and puts his faith and trust in Jesus. And from there, his life kind of was dedicated to him growing in his faith, but then also helping others 
uh, in, a, in a community, in a society called the Jesuits. You may have heard of the, the term Jesuits. And so he, he kind of created this society that uh, they helped each other kind of acknowledge God's presence and through these exercises and tangible kind of questions to do. And one of the exercises that he came up with was called the daily examine. Many of you have probably heard of that term, the daily examine. And what it is, it's just a list of some questions that he would walk through every night to be able to be more aware of God's presence throughout the day of like, how was God working? What was the spirit doing in me? How can I be more aware of what God is trying to do in me and through me and around me? And so that he would do this every night. It's called the daily examine. And so one of the things we, we thought would be appropriate for us is meeting on New Year's Eve is to walk through not a daily examine, but to look back over our year and examine our year kind of with these same questions. And so that's what we're going to walk us through is in, in a world characterized by busyness and just kind of moving to the next thing, how appropriate is it for us to sit as a community of faith and to, to really ask God, God, what have you been doing in me? What, have you, what are you wanting to do in me? As I look back over this year, help me be a mindful of your spirit and your presence at work. So if you all wanna take the card that was in your chair, kids, you get to do this too. So make sure you have a card and a pen um, or crayons. Adults, you may want crayons too. There's plenty. No in, judgment. In the vegetable, nope. Um, and what Eric and I are gonna do are just walk you through each of these five sections. So we will talk about a section and then you will have time to respond. And so kids, feel free to um, write what we say or maybe you wanna draw a picture about what we're saying. Uh, adults, you may like to draw pictures instead of write words too, and that is totally fine. Um, so I would love to get us started um, by inviting you to consider the first question. It says to look up. It's about awareness, um, to pay attention to, right? To take time now to become aware, to notice what's around you. God's presence is here with us in this room. So what's it like to know that God is sitting here right with us? It may be helpful for you to close your eyes. Maybe you wanna take a few deep breaths. You can breathe in, God in me. Breathe out, God with me. Write down or draw a picture of what's on your heart as you come to God today. Last question is keep keep filling out and thinking through. But that last question is something that I, I start every day with is 
what is on my heart as I come to God today? And so if you think through your heart, you're thinking through your thoughts, emotions, desires, and choices, what's maybe something that's capturing your thoughts? What's, what's on your mind or in your heart as you come to God today? Look at the second part of the examine to look around. This is where we bring in gratitude and thankfulness. So I was reminded of in, in Thessalonians that actually commands us to have gratitude, to actually commands us to be thankful to God for what He has provided for who He is. And so oftentimes we can be thinking about what's next or looking outside of God's provision for what might fill us. And so gratitude actually is a practice that allows us to be content. Even in the hard circumstances of life, we bring, we bring gratitude to ground us and to, to say, God, you are providing even in the midst of where I don't see it. And so we bring, we bring our gratitude in. And so as we look around, we want you to fill this box in of what you're thankful for right now. And you can even go back into what you're thankful for over this last year. And so I want you to think about what am I thankful for right now? even in the small things. So one of the things that I, I wrote was, I was grateful for a warm cup of coffee of coming in this morning and it was a little chilly and just the warmth of holding a warm cup of coffee. And I, I love coffee and the taste and the smell. Like I'm grateful that God has given me this evening, these little gifts. And so that might be something small. Looking back over this last year, God, had, what did he provide? What did he, what did he do this last year that you are thankful for, that you wanna show gratitude? of God's provision. Kids, you might want to write a couple words down or draw some images of things that you're thankful for, things that you want to be grateful to God for. Donuts. I think anybody's drawing a picture of a donut. <laughs> We have a tendency to read uh, the New Testament letters as, as they're written to us as individuals, but it's helpful to be reminded that these are written to a community of faith. And so when it's commanded to being grateful, it's done so in the context of community. And so what we want to do right now is, is to take our gratitude and express them uh, as, a, as a community of faith. And so we're going to have this phrase up here, God, I am grateful for and then a blank. And so I want you just to fill in the blank and shout it out so other people can hear it. It's okay if other people are talking. Uh, we want to be able to just express our gratitude. So let me lead us off. God, I am grateful for, and now I want you just to fill in those blanks and shout it out what you're grateful for. Mm. Yeah, new days to love people better. Keep going. Warm home, yeah. Yeah, keep going. Mm. 
this next part is where we get to look back. This is where we're mindful of attentiveness. Um, Kids, this is talking about pay attention. Do your parents ever say, hey, pay attention, right? They want you to really focus on that. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna really focus on this past year, 2023. Um, There may be a lot of things you could list or think of, but we wanna really pay close attention to those most significant joys sorrow and concerns of this past year. You may just need to write one word and that holds a whole story for you. Uh, Maybe it's a, a sentence about something that happened. Maybe it's a picture of a day that you had this past year. But what is something that happened in 2023 that brought you great joy? When was there a lot of smiles? happy moments. One of my tendencies is to always focus on um, the happy things. And I try not to spend too much time on the sad. Um, And I know that there's people that are the opposite that they spend a lot of time more thinking about the sad. And there is space today for both of those. So we wanna think about what happened in 2023 that brought you deep sorrow. When were there tears? When were there sad days? Pay attention to that. What happened in 2023 that caused you to be concerned? Heavy weights that you had to deal with, some burdens, some really hard days with some struggles or frustration. Write some of those down. things I was mindful of is when we bring our sorrows to God, what is the posture that God is, is waiting for? That he is actually has his arms open to us to bring our disappointments, our hurts, our anger, where we need to mourn, the gap between what is and what could be. And so I was, I was mindful of that. And I'm just, I'm just read Jesus's words to you. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, for I will give you rest. He doesn't come to us and say, figure it out on your own. He invites us to come just as we are with our doubts, with our expectations, with our anything that we are carrying in. And he invites us in to the weary, the brokenhearted, and he will give us rest. When I think about the concerns of 2023, if you're, if you're anything like me, I'm, I'm not just thinking about what's currently concerning me today. I'm even going into the future. 
I'm going into 2024 already of things I'm anxious about or things that, you know, financial commitments and things, just things of that nature. My mind is already in 2024 in some ways. How are we going to figure that out? What's going to happen? And I'm mindful again of Jesus' words. Do not be anxious about anything. And he calls us to not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. And then he, he asks us to, invites us to consider the birds of the air, that he takes care of them, he provides shelter, he provides food, the lilies of the field. And then he calls us to cast our cares on him. Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. And so what I want you to do is I want you to open up your hands on your lap and I want you to close your eyes. And sometimes it's just helpful for me just to picture Jesus with his arms open, inviting us to come. Come and bring what you're anxious about. Come and bring what you're fearful of. Come and bring your hurts, the pain. And we're mindful that God does not waste pain when we bring it into his presence. Even when we don't see what he's doing in the midst of our pain and our sorrow, he is at work. And so we bring it to him and he invites us in. So God, we bring these to you in the midst of our concerns, in the midst of our pain, in the midst of our sorrow. We know that your spirit is at work Would you help us not turn to things that numb our pain, that temporary relief, but to bring constantly our doubts, our concerns, our anxiety to you. And in your presence, would you reshape our thoughts? Would you expose the lies and bring your truth? And would you help us rest even in the midst of difficult circumstances? Would you change us and transform us in your presence? So this next part of the exam might be the most difficult for us and in terms of growth and transformation, here we look closer. We are actually turning to discernment, a perception. And a way you could say this is falling in love with reality, like what is currently happening? And as we look, we look back, I mean, for me in this box, it's helpful for me uh, to think about uh, when I look back at this last year, these events, these things that I just wrote of the joys and the sorrows and the concerns, what is happening in me emotionally? I didn't grow up in a home where we talked about emotions. I didn't have an emotional language. Um, The the emotion you could feel was some form of happiness. (laughs) And so it took me a while to build an emotional language. And so as I look back and I look at the, the things that brought me joy and sorrow and the things that are concerned, what do we, what do we see that God is doing. Take a moment and write, how did you respond in those moments of of joy? How did you respond in those moments of sorrow? Did you miss God at work? Did you move past? And this is just an opportunity for us to just bring exactly who we are and how we responded into his presence. So take a moment, how discern how you respond to God in those moments.
All right, so our very last step in the examine, it says to look forward. And this is where we get to choose faith, where we get to choose what we believe for this next year as we look forward to 2024. We get to rest in this deep conviction, this deep belief that God is at work in you. God is at work in me. I can choose to believe that He is working all around us, through us. He is working to to shape Christ more fully in me as I learn to follow Christ more fully. So this time we're gonna take a few moments and write down, what is the Holy Spirit prompting you? What is He bringing to your mind as you think about what 2024 holds. Now we just thought through all the joys and sorrows, the concerns, the happy and the sad of last year. And so we know that those are coming for 2024. There will be joys and tears and heavy things, but how might you respond differently in 2024 than you did this past year? How might your responses in this new year better reflect Jesus? How might you show the fruit of the Spirit in different ways this year? Like we've said, this is a pretty unique Sunday where we get to gather on this very last day of 2023. And maybe you've been busy, like me, like Eric has talked about, and now you've been given the space to carve out some time and you've been able to spend it with Jesus and look back and pray forward. And so we wanna give you time to pray as a family, Um, pray with people who are next to you if you feel comfortable, or maybe you need space alone to just pray for what God would have for you in 2024. So feel free to spend this time to group up as a family. It's okay if there's noises and talking or find someone that you came with or that you're sitting next to or just spend time alone to pray for this new year.
love for you all to stand with me. And if you would, hold your examine in your hand. Kind of bring this uh, as a response to God. And one of the things I want to uh, give you guys as, as a gift if, if for those who would want it is uh, this last year, I was just really thinking about like, how do I uh, bring vibrancy into, into my prayer life? And, you know, if somebody said, said to me, like, how's your prayer life? I'd be like, not great. How was it the year before? Not great. How was the year before that? Not great. I mean, like, it just would have been a constant thing. And I was just like, I want to actually like spend some time thinking about like what would help me pray? Like what would help me? And if, again, if you said like, Eric, go pray for 15 minutes, like my thoughts would be all over the place for 15 consecutive minutes and not really like focused in, in prayer. And so instead of feeling like guilty about that, I was just like, okay, I want to discover like how did God wire me and, and what helps me and as a guide to pray. And uh, so I, I created this, this daily prayer liturgy that most days I'll start off and I'll I'll kind of work through some form or fashion of this. And, and all it is, is is bringing adoration and praise to start with, and then gratitude, turning to gratitude, an affirmation of my faith, and then, and then I move into confession, and then assurance of who Jesus is and what he's done, and then the, my identity in Christ. And then I move into, throughout my day, like, God, help me to be dependent on your spirit, to be filled with your spirit. And what I've noticed, one thing that, I, that helps me is just to pray scripture. And so I have different scriptures in here that I'll just pray. And then I pray some of the, the prayers of the, you know, I've, I've got the um, Lord's Prayer and then a prayer from St. Patrick and St. Francis in here. And so I just, I just, this has been such a helpful guide for me just to daily, to start my day and then something like the examine to, to end my day. And so if you would like something to just help you guide, again, use this as a template to change and, and to, to do for yourself. But I have, I have some up here. Um, that we, you can take at the end. With uh, your examine in your hand, would you, would you hold that? I'm going to pray for us, and we're going to respond and, and worship together. Father, with what you have done in us this past year, I pray that each one of us would be more mindful of your spirit at work in us this past year and with what we long for for this next year. Father, we commit ourselves to you to put our beliefs and our trust into action, to put you more at the center of our lives and to to respond to what you are doing and how you are working in us and through us and around us and to join you at work. Would we learn more this year of what it means to rest in who you are, what it means to be filled with your spirit, and then to help others follow you as we follow you with our whole heart. And so we respond and worship together.